video game news and video game music. This is Progress Bar. Welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. My name is Anthony Shelton. You can join the chat at Spreaker.com. You can also hit me up on Skype. Username Progress Bar Radio spells like it sounds. You can also hit me up on speakpipe.com slash progress bar. Give me your thoughts on anything gaming related that you've seen. Give me something I can react to. It is Thursday, one day closer to Friday. I am excited about that, as usual. Uh, so, what do you do for work? Like, what is your profession? Are you a doctor? Um, Has anyone ever accused you of just trying to get their money? Are you a waiter or a waitress? Has anyone ever accused you of just trying to earn a tip? Are you a mechanic? Maybe a plumber? Has anyone accused you of price gouging? Maybe you work at at a retail store, a Nordstrom's, a Macy's. Anyone accuse you of upselling? What do you do? And what have people accused you of? I'm sure you laugh it off, right? Why? Because they don't understand what you do. Why you do it. People who don't see the full picture are the ones who complain. They don't understand why they're being prescribed this medication. Because they saw online that there was this cheaper version and it's supposed to work. They don't understand you need to check in and make sure dinner is going well so that, yes, they actually leave a tip and feel good about leaving it. They don't understand you have to open your entire dashboard to fix your air conditioning unit and it'll cost more than they expected. They don't understand that you might not know about products, so they let you know anyway. And yes, they don't understand... That when you run a publicly traded business, your job is to make money. That's why I think it's a little bonkers that people call EA greedy. Right? There's a story on GameSpot that says Andrew Wilson is trying to change the perception that EA is a greedy beast. Andrew Wilson's job is to make money. It is a publicly traded company. It might take a little bit of greed to be in that position. I'll I'll say that. It might take a little bit. But that's his job. Right? It takes a bit of extreme competitive nature to play at a top level in a sport. Right? It takes a bit of indecency sometimes in your character and your personality a little bit. To reach the top sometimes. Sometimes. So I would imagine, yes, maybe a little bit of greed is in Andrew Wilson. That comes out in EA. And yes, I understand the products that you put out need to make the customer feel good about buying them. But is EA greedy? People say EA is greedy because they released a Battlefront and that game doesn't have a lot to it. And it doesn't. 
There's quite a few modes to play, but there's not a lot of meat to those modes. I understand that. Some people say it's not a full game, but it's got a season pass. But who doesn't have DLC? Who doesn't have season passes at this point? I mean, a lot of publishers have season passes. And we're talking about publicly traded companies. We're not talking about somebody like CD Projekt Red. Not publicly traded. And here's the thing. Activision has a season pass for Black Ops 3. No one's calling Activision greedy. Ubisoft has a season pass for Rainbow Six Siege. No one calls them greedy. If Batman Arkham Knight launched without problems, no one would say anything about them. No one would have a problem with it. But because we don't like EA, we're just going to get on them. That's just what it comes down to. You just don't like electronic arts. You don't like the past electronic arts. You don't like anything that they do as soon as it crosses you. And you don't have to like EA. I'm not saying this because you have to like EA. That's fine. You don't have to like EA. And you can criticize their business practices, please, by all means. But calling them greedy, not fair criticism. They're not greedy. Andrew Wilson's job is to make money. That's his job. And here's the thing. Millions bought Star Wars Battlefront. Millions enjoy Battlefront. They found value. Now, just because you didn't find value doesn't mean EA is greedy. You just didn't like Battlefront, and that's fine. You don't have to like Battlefront. I'm not a huge fan. I wanted to buy it. I was like, nah, this this doesn't offer enough value to me. I'm not going to buy this, and I'm certainly not going to pay for a season pass. But Battlefield, for example, ton of value to me. I could play that game for hours. I was tempted to buy the season pass for uh, Battlefield, but I didn't. But I did get some DLC. But that's because I found value in that. So you don't have to find value in things EA puts out. But that doesn't make them greedy. So is EA greedy? No. I don't know. No, they're not. They're doing their job. Just like Activision is doing their job. Just like Ubisoft. Just like Warner Brothers Interactive. They're all doing their job. Their job is to make money. Now, ideally, we would like them to make money by giving us something that we enjoy. But sometimes that just doesn't happen. But you know what? They are doing their job. And some people are finding value in something that you find extremely distasteful. And that's okay. But by calling them greedy, that's not fair criticism. That doesn't help them. Constructive criticism brings things forward. Speaking with your wallet helps move things forward. We're the ones who have the power. Calling them greedy doesn't do anything. They're not greedy. It's their job. Now, do they have successful business practices? Arguably no. Absolutely not. I don't agree with EA's business practices. But greedy? Hmm. I don't think so. Alright. This song is called Angry Aztec. 
This is by Grant Kirkhope, and you can find this on the Donkey Kong 64 original soundtrack. You are listening to Progress Bar.
That is Angry Aztec by Grant Kirkhope. You can find that on the Donkey Kong 64 original soundtrack. And the only place I've been able to find it currently is on Amazon for a uh, whopping, you know, 30-something dollars. So, <laughs> but it is a great soundtrack. For sure. So if you pay that price, hey, I don't I don't blame you at all. So Jaeger in the chat asks a fantastic question. He says, how is a job making money where your job is to make money, not greedy? It's, it's a fair question. Uh, but like I said, and maybe you weren't here, Jaeger, but like I said, you know, it might take a little bit of greed to be in a CEO position where your job of a publicly traded company is to make money for your job, uh, for the investors. It probably takes a little bit of greed in your heart in order to sustain that kind of position. I'll say that, but I'm not going to say it's an automatic one-to-one. I just don't see it that way. I don't see it automatically because they did something that you didn't like, therefore they're greedy. It's automatic. It's not a one-to-one. I don't think that's the case. I am basically the CEO of this radio show, right? My wife and I have invested money. My wife has allowed me to invest money, to invest time into doing this radio show. I got two things I need to do. I need to make sure that I'm giving you content that you enjoy. Whether you would enjoy it or not, that's that's between you and the content that comes out, right? Me and you. And you could tell me if you don't enjoy it. And I will continue to make adjustments and things like that. But I also have to be able to make my wife feel better and give her a return on the investment. investment, Right? I need to make sure at some point this radio show needs to make some money. Right? Because my wife is like, hey, after a while, like, if you're not making money on this, I don't know if you could keep moving forward with this because we're investing money, we're investing time, things like that. Where's the money coming back? Right? I need, my wife is basically my investor. I am the CEO of Progress Bar Radio. I need to make money. Is that greedy? No, not necessarily. Principally, that's kind of the same thing that's going on with bigger corporations. Now, does that mean they're never greedy? No. No, of course not. Of course, sometimes they show signs of greed. Yes, I'm not saying that. But are they just inherently just always greedy? Everything that they do, it's a sign of greed. Oh, they put a season pass in Battlefield. Oh, that's just greedy. Battlefield, season pack, greedy. Oh, just no, that's, I don't think that's the case. I don't see it that way. It's good for publishers to make money, right? It gives them more room to create better games. Now, whether they create better games, that's a whole different story. But it gives them room. It allows them to hire people and pay them. And, of course, they need to pay back their investors who have invested in the company and they want to see a return on their investment. So they need to make money. That is what they're supposed to do. Does that inherently mean they're greedy? Eh, I, I don't see it that way. I don't think so. Can they show signs of greed? Absolutely. Yes. But every business practice that ends with the idea that we might have to ch- chalk out a little bit more money doesn't mean they're greedy. 
It means, you know, sometimes it means we're trying this business practice because our job is to make money. So we're saying how much we can squeeze out of you and make you feel like we're getting you value, right? And sometimes, many times, it doesn't work out. We're not fans of it. But millions of other people might be okay with it. And that sucks. But if they're making money, they're doing their job. And they're going to try to squeeze it any way that they can. Doesn't mean it's greedy. It could be even considered shady sometimes, in a sense. But I can't just jump to, yes, that is greed. I just, I just don't see it that way. All right, this song is Dire on the Rocks. It is a Super Mario 64 remix by FF Music DJ and Jeffrey Tosser. You're listening to Progress Bar.
That is Dire on the Rocks. It's a Super Mario 64 remix of Dire Dire Docks. It's by FF Music DJ and Jeffrey Tosser. You can find that remix on ocremix.org. This song is I Was Born for This by Austin Winter. You can find this on the Journey soundtrack. And that is available on Bandcamp. You're listening to Progress Bar.
That is I Was Born For This by Austin Wintery. You can find that on the Journey soundtrack. This Journey is owned by Sony. And you can find that soundtrack on Bandcamp. So, I sent out a tweet a few minutes before the show saying something along the lines of, I really think I'm going to like Batman Arkham Knight. I uh, just started it. I had 30 minutes of free time before the show, so I was like, ah, let me just boot it up and see how far I can get before I have to uh, start the show. And, I mean, very good cinematics at the beginning. I'm already hooked. I'm like, ooh, this this actually looks pretty cool. And then it was just nice. Like, it's been a while since I've played Arkham City or Arkham Asylum. Let's see, I think that Arkham City was like, what, 2012 or something like that? Maybe 2013? Either way, it's it's been some years since I've touched a Arkham game. Not because I don't like them, it's just I've been playing other things. So to take the role of Batman again, and, you know, he's standing on top of this ca- tower and the camera, like, swirls around him. And it was like, oh, yes, it's good to be back in the shoes of Batman, gliding around. Uh, Gotham City. So, I don't, I haven't gotten far enough, but just that moment, I'm like, ooh, this is feeling kind of nice. Now, I've heard that it's not as good as Arkham City or Arkham Asylum, but, uh, you know, my very first impression is a, is a very good one so far. Um, one thing I, I took notice of was, during one of the cinematics, uh, they actually don't prompt you that you can do something. Like, it just looks like a regular cinematic, but you could actually interact with it at the same time, which isn't groundbreaking or, like, anything crazy. But it was kind of nice that a prompt wasn't there. Like, wiggle the stick or press the X button or, you know, something like that. That kind of stuff takes me out of the game and reminds me, oh, yes, I'm playing a game. What the cinematics did in this game, it was just going, and at one point, I I don't think it's any secret, Joker died in Arkham City, so he's being cremated at the beginning, and you're literally just staring at his face uh, in in a furnace, and it's like, this is getting kind of creepy, creepy just looking at him, and it was making me uncomfortable, because his face is just weird, it's this, like, imagine Joker with all the life sucked out of him, right? Like, that's kind of creepy and then his big old grin right and then I moved the stick and fire flickered and I was like oh like I can actually interact with it didn't tell me to do anything I was like oh okay I'm 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 the one controlling this furnace right and then another scene happened and I didn't know I could do something in it too and it was just like oh okay like that's cool like I'm glad it didn't say like press R2 to shoot or move the thumbstick to light the fire you know like it was cool I just like something like that. Zero says, try to beat my AR combat scores. I dare you. Uh, Let me get through the game first. And maybe I'll think about doing that if I I feel like it. That was being coy. Yeah, I don't know what people have done, but like I said, I don't think it's a secret. Joker died in Arkham City, so it is what it is. Uh, And, you know, I just 
Some people might ha have played it yet. I'm kind of the one, at least for Batman Arkham, I kind of don't want any of the stories spoiled, so I've largely like stayed away from things about it. I've just heard reactions. That's okay, I could look at some reactions. But I've stayed away from story stuff because I just want to absorb the story as it is. And so far, I'm already engaged. So that's a good thing. We'll see what happens with the rest of the gameplay, though. So that'll do it for today. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. You can follow on Spreaker live every weekday, usually at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, but you can follow me on Twitter at SirKibble2, and that's usually where I post if the show will be airing at a different time or at all. So again, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you later.